Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody's doing well and keeping safe. And thank, thank God that we serve a God who is able to heal, who is able to deliver us, who is able to comfort us and give us a peace and assurance that he's with us. Aren't you happy that God is always with you? That's his promise, that he will always be with you. I just felt like you needed to know that today. Regardless of all the chaos, the confusion, and the drama that's going on in our world today, I know someone who can give me a peace that passes all understanding. His name is Jesus Christ. I know someone who can give me a comfort that only he can give. His name is the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. He's the one that can comfort you at this time. Please lean on him and know that he's always there for you. If you don't know him yet, I encourage you to just set aside some time and really, really ask him to come and be in your life. If you have never done that before, I really would encourage you to do that. What I mean is he's a friend and he can be that friend that you've been looking for, that you that you feel empty about. If you are empty and you feel empty right now, I guarantee you, he can fill you up and give you such a comforting, such a peaceful feeling that you can never explain. And I promise you, all you have to do is ask him. Just ask him. Say, Lord, I'm tired of the way that I've been living. I'm tired of the emptiness inside. I need you to fill me. Could you please fill me with your Holy Spirit? Could you please fill me with your peace? I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to be God of my life. Please help me. And just confess your sins to him. Confess anything that you've done wrong. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to come into your life and be your master. Be your Lord and Savior. And he will gladly do it. But you have to give him permission to do so. That's all it takes. Thank you so much again for joining me and One Flesh for Life. Today, we are going to do the Flesh of Grand game. Aren't you excited? We haven't played this game in a little while. And that's because I've been trying to get um, different people from different parts of the world to join us. And today, tonight, we're going to be having... A couple of people from different parts of our world, Canada, Spain, and Jamaica are here tonight with us. So I just want to remind you all of what you need to bring to the game, your version. This is version four, version four of the Fleshogram game, version 4P4W, 4P4W. That's the version that we're working on today. And you want to make sure that you have your dove gloves to make sure you pick up the puzzle pieces. You want to have, have make sure you have the spirit magnifier in there. That will help magnify the puzzle pieces so that you will be able to get them right. And also, you have the gear, which is the special, special version of the instructional manual aka the bible for the fleshogram game we also included in this version is the blesso face mask 
you're welcome to use it. And then we have, of course, our Bibli goggles, which helps to keep out the fly lights that the enemy sends our way whenever, whenever we slip up and the enemy sends these fly lights to deceive us, to make us think that everything is fine, everything is okay, and we don't have to listen to the word of God. We don't have to obey what the word of God says. So he sends these fly lights and splash it in our eyes. So you want to keep the Bibli goggles handy. So just in case he does that. All right. So go ahead. Make sure you have those puzzle pieces. And we'll be right back to play version 4P4W of the Fleshagram game tonight. God bless you all. Be back soon. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight we have with us Paulette and Jim from Canada. They've been a one flesh couple for five years. And they let me know that they're really enjoying watching the podcast on Sundays. And they've been learning a lot. And I thank you all. God bless you. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for the compliments, Paulette and Jim. I I thank God for his strength and continue to give me, continue to pray for me that God will continue to strengthen me. Thank you so much for that compliment and God bless you in your marriage. Leslie and Tom are from Spain. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope all is well out there. They've been a one flesh couple for 10 years and they they just love enjoying our game and they've been playing with us several times they've played with us several times before so and they're back thank you again for joining us leslie and tom you're one of the faithful couples who always try to come and share your testimony share the share your your time with us we really appreciate that and priscilla and ben they're from the tiny little island in jamaica Priscilla and Ben, that's home for me. Thank you all for coming and joining us tonight. God bless you all. Oh, they've been a one flesh couple for just one year. Brand new couple. Brand new couple. Priscilla and Ben, God bless you. Thank you all for joining us. Well, let's just get right into it. The first word that you want to look up. How many of you can find fullness? Fullness. The word fullness. Find the scripture that relates to that. Which one? Oh, Priscilla, you got it? You are right. Colossians 2 verse 9. And you can look up the gear and it will tell you that as well. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. You know, when you're empty, God can fill you up. If you're empty of Love, God can fill you up with it because He in Him dwells all the fullness of everything that we need. He is the embodiment of everything that we need. In Him is life. In Him there's hope. In Him there's peace. In Him there's joy. So if you are in your one flesh marriage and you are not experiencing joy, this scripture reminds you that he is the fullness of everything that we need. So you need more joy, go to him. 
You need more peace in your marriage? Go to him. You need more strength? Then go to him. He says, lean on me because my burden is lighter. And he take my yoke upon me. Wonderful. Thank you. The next word is lack. 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 Who can find that one? All right. That goes along very well with the fullness, right? Leslie, you got that one? You are right. It is James 1 verse 5. How many of you get puzzled sometimes? You don't understand how your hubby is behaving or why he's behaving so strange. And you need, you need, you need understanding. You need wisdom. The gear tells us, the word of God tells us that if we lack wisdom, we can ask God. If you, if you want wisdom, he's there. He's there to provide it for you. He said, just ask and you can receive it because he never wants you to run out of wisdom. We always need wisdom and guidance in our one flesh marriage. So the Holy Spirit is there to help lead and guide us into all truth because he's a spirit of truth. Remember? And he can give us wisdom as well. So if you lack wisdom in any area of your one flesh marriage, whether it's wisdom in the finances, that's what we've been talking about this month. If you need wisdom, how to budget, you'll find out that the money is not being spent as it should be, or you just are not having enough. God can give you wisdom with the finances. God can give you wisdom with how to manage the money. He is the greatest financial coach that you could ever have. So trust in him and he can help you. Next word is walk. Walk. Who has that one? Who has that one? Thank you, Jim. Jim, I see your hand. Thank you. You have what? Galatians 5.16, yes. When you walk in the spirit, you will not hunger after the desires of your flesh. This month we've been talking about the fourth warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. And that is when you're habitually walking in the desires of our flesh. When we are walking in the desires of our flesh, that is a big red flag that your marriage is have some deficiencies, guys. Your marriage has some deficiencies, and that's why you are desiring and hungering after the, the things of your flesh. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some some of you have hobbies or friends that hobbies or wifeys that are stuck on drinking. They have a drinking problem. They just can't seem to get away from the liquor, the beer, the wine, whatever. That's a hunger after the desire of your flesh. And that is a warning sign that deficiency, you have deficiency in your marriage. Whether it's the deficiency of not being loved or feeling loved enough, whether it's the deficiency of, of your hubby not feeling that he's well respected in the home, he's not feeling that he, he can be the man of the house and he's the boss of the house, he's the CEO of the house, he's not being respected as the head. There are deficiency, guys, and when there's deficiency, we are going to hunger after the desires of our flesh and the gear tells us the bible tells us that if we walk in the spirit we will not hunger after desires of our flesh thank you for that one 
And wow, oh my gosh, Paulette, you brought that one up right, right up, right away. Flesh, John, first John two sixteen. You are right, and there's actually one more that goes along with that puzzle piece. Do you know which one it is, Jim? Help her out. Help her out. Yes, it is. Romans 7, 18. The Bible tells us what are these desires of the flesh. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are not from God, you all. That's why when we hunger after the desires of our flesh, it can lead us down the path of divorce. And you don't want to have to experience divorce. God put you two together to be one flesh for life, right? You all know that. That's our motto, one flesh for life. So you don't want to go down to the path of lusting after the desires of your flesh. You got to watch out. That's a warning sign that your marriage could be hedging on the verge of divorce. And this tells us that anything, anything of the flesh is not going to be good for us. So anytime you have a hunger, a desire for anything in our flesh, it's never good for us. I know that, I know that because I've seen many of my family members go through what I'm talking about. I've seen my auntie go through drunkenness and it, it doesn't help her. She just gets weak. She gets, she gets all disoriented. It's never good for us when we are hungering after the desires of our flesh. So watch out, guys. Watch out. Nothing of the flesh is good for us. And when you do have the hunger and a desire for the flesh, that means there's deficiencies. Deficiency. You are trying to fill a void in your one flesh marriage. You're trying to fill a void, whether it's to be loved, whether it's um, to meet your need for affection, the need for more love and affection, the need for more understanding, communication, whatever it is, there's deficiencies that you need to make sure that y'all step aside, spend some time talking together, set some time again aside to talk about this because this is a big red flag. Okay? Yes. Yes. Leslie, you have the next one. We only have a couple left, guys. This is very good. I thank you all. World. World. Did you get that one, Tom? Yes, it's 1 John 2, 15. When we love the things of the world, we are not going to want to walk in the Spirit. When we love the things of the world, like emphasis on material possession, emphasis on being being on the top of on top of everybody else and walking over people no these things these attitudes and these experiences that are out of this are in the world not out of this world but in the world we don't want to be a part of it because the bible tells us that anybody who loves the things of the world the love of the father is not in them and when you don't have the love of the Father in you, you will want to desire after the things of this world. Right now, the world wants you to, to think on material things. The world wants you to go ahead and get a divorce when things are not working out in your marriage. That's what the world wants you to think. The world wants you to give up on your marriage because there's so many others out there. 
That's what the world world tells us. The world tells us that divorce is the answer when we're having problems in our marriage. That's what the world tells us. But the Gia, the Bible tells us that he brought us together as one flesh. And what God has joined together, no man should put asunder. That's what the Bible tells us. The world doesn't tell you that. The world tells you, go ahead and get a divorce because God God wouldn't want you to be suffering in a bad marriage. God wouldn't want you to be suffering in a dead marriage. Dead because you're not talking or maybe you're not communicating anymore. You feel dead. You feel like it's not, have no life anymore. The world will tell you, give up because it's it's no good anymore. It's 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 gone it's no use anymore but what does the word of god tells us that we shouldn't love these things of the world because when we love the things of the world we are losing sight of what god has for us and then a very important one very important one paulette you got that one thank you it's malachi malachi three ten. it's talking about bring that word is bring bring what do we bring what are we commanded to bring bring the tithes to the storehouse of god are you finding that you you never can have enough to pay your students tuition or you're never having enough to go on that wonderful vacation with you and your hobby you're never having enough to meet up the bills and the expenses in your home The reason for that is because you are hungering and desiring the things of your flesh. Remember, we talked about that. Remember story time? They were spending the money on the beer and the wine because they're hungering after the things of their flesh. And so the money was going somewhere. The money is going somewhere where it doesn't need to go. And then you find out that. You can't tithe as you want to. You can't give to God as you want to because your money is being spent unwisely. That's why we need wisdom, how to handle our money. And that's we, we need to make sure that we are always setting aside that money that belongs to the Lord. Because he promised us that our storehouse is always going to be filled. That means you will always have enough money to take care of needs in your life. Don't forget that. Oh no, oh no, what happened? Ben, I see you wiping up something off of Priscilla's face. Oh no, what is it? Oh, I see. I see. She she was doing a puzzle piece before I even told her. And she got a fly light splashed in her face. Oh no. What is that puzzle piece that that she was working on? Oh it's that last one that we have. Can. And do you have any idea why she got that fly light splashed in her in her face? Thank goodness she had the bibli goggles on. But it splashed and messed up her bibli goggles. Ben would you like to explain to us why she had that? I understand. I completely understand. Folks, while I was talking about our last puzzle piece, I forgot that there was one more that Priscilla had found and she was talking to Ben about it. And Ben reminded her that 
we can do all things through Christ. She said she was telling Ben or sharing with Ben that she has a friend who says, I don't know. I don't understand the word of God because my husband has a big porn problem and he just cannot. He's prayed, he's fasted and nothing is going on. And Ben reminded her that the word of God says that we can do all things through Christ. Her friend who is trying to get over the porn addiction is not trusting in Christ to help him. He's trusting in his own strength. He's trying to do what he can to help stop his porn addiction, but he's not relying totally in Christ. The last puzzle piece says Philippians 4.13. That's can. I can do all things through Christ. You have to rely on the Holy Spirit. You have to rely on the flesh mature. That's Jesus Christ. That's the one that was sent to keep you together forever. You have to find strength in him. You have to rely completely on him. And he's the one that will help you in your one flesh marriage. He's the one that will help you over any addiction that you may have. Isn't that wonderful? So trust in him, trust in his strength, trust in his wisdom, trust in his direction and his guidance to lead you out of any situation or circumstances that you face and that will lead you down the path of divorce. Because remember, you don't have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.